KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Chris Caraggio. Former Acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen says he rebuffed numerous questions from former President Trump and surrogates about voter fraud after the 2020 election. Testifying before the January 6th House Committee today, Rosen said there was no rationale to attempt to seize any voting machines. Rosen says ex-President Trump often complained that he wanted the Justice Department to do more in terms of investigating claims of widespread voter fraud. He uh, asserted that he thought the Justice Department had not done enough. Former acting Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue also testified today that he regularly refuted Trump's claims. Based on actual investigations, actual witness interviews, actual reviews of documents, these allegations simply had no merit. The National Rifle Association says the U.S. Supreme Court's 6-3 ruling on a New York gun law is another landmark win for constitutional freedom. That's what Executive Vice President Wayne LaPierre said in a statement. He added, quote, this ruling will bring life-saving justice to law-abiding Americans who have lived under unconstitutional restrictions. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is calling the court's ruling on her state's concealed carry law reckless and reprehensible. The Democrat plans to call a special session with the legislature to address the court's ruling. And Vice President Harris says the Supreme Court's ruling defies common sense and the Constitution and also described it as deeply troubling. The Biden administration is telegraphing its next move if Roe v. Wade is overturned by the Supreme Court. If indeed uh, there is a the Supreme Court uh, in the decision, the Dobbs decision is um, overturns Roe, uh, we will uh, ask Congress uh, to restore Roe. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre recognized that the anticipated decision would be life-changing to those whose reproductive rights are affected. Questioned about whether President Biden would accept the decision as legitimate if it is overturned, Jean-Pierre simply said he would respond to it. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. K-C-A-A. Welcome to Building Solid Foundations Radio. I'm your host, Steve Matley. We are on KCAA Radio, 1050 AM, 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM. If you miss a show, catch us on the Building Solid Foundations channel. We're on Roku, we are on Amazon Fire TV, and we are on the Building Solid Foundations app on Android. Or you can always catch us on your favorite podcast platform. Today we're going to talk, uh, well, I always I talk a lot about real estate in my shows, as you know, because that's just the world I know and the people I know, but I like to talk about different little niches and aspects of it. And today we're going to talk to a guest who is very familiar with the financial side, with um, loans, uh, finding money, and more importantly, what, what intrigues me is she wrote a book called The Road to the American Dream. And this is a book that addresses the astounding lack of personal financial literacy that pervades our culture. and uh, It's something that having working myself in academia, I see that as a glaring oversight in the entire education system. We do not teach our culture, our children. We do not teach 
how to manage your own money. So uh, Lolly Hanks is my guest today. Lolly, welcome to Building Solid Foundations. Thank you. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me today. Yes, and, and I know Lolly in the past, I don't know well, but I know from the past because she was part of the group called The Finest Women in Real Estate, uh, yes, which the, the show producer produces a lot of the shows here on KCAA. And that's where I originally met um, Lolly. And I've seen her from time to time since then. Um, we also have um, one thing in common that I don't know if she knows is one of my one of my favorite, and I'm not a huge country fan. I do like all kinds of music and some of the country music I do like. One of, one of my favorites is a guy that was local and he moved off to Nashville. A guy yeah, named Stephen, Stephen K. Cade, he's yeah. amazing. Yeah, actually um, on my uh, streaming channels, the Building Solid Foundation channels, he's the only music on there. Uh, he has, his videos are up on the channel. I think he has like an him. amazing voice, uh, just a a gift and I'm so glad they went to Nashville. Great and family. The storytelling and, and his stories is great. And what I what I really like they're catchy tunes. They're not twenty country. He sounds just like Keith Urban. He really yeah, does. Yeah. yeah, he really does. They're, they're catchy tunes. They're not um they're they're country popish more than country twangy. And um, I like the fact that um, there's no f bombs in them. There's, there's <laughs> definitely yeah. There's, he has there's, a very interesting story. You should follow up with him. I could uh, make, bring him in, interview him. That'd be great. Really, I'd, really I'd cool, like to have him on the show. Actually, really cool so. road to where he's at. Okay, you know, interesting. When I was in Nashville last summer, I just happened to be arriving in Nashville the day he was he was going to be doing a, a gig down in um, what is that Lower Broadway? Is that is where it is AJ's, sure, yeah. AJ's bar down there. And thank you, Southwest Airlines, for delaying my flight. But I got in <laughs> about two hours late, and when I got down there, he had just wrapped his set up. And I know. It's place. like Nashville, if I miss my plane, I'm okay. Vegas, I might cry. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know when you're done. <laughs> so I ended up uh, being there on that day and missing his set. So I was there looking for property. I was there for like three days, but just missed seeing him there. Well, more in common than that, I saw your email. It was, you know, coast to coast, right? Country. That's right. And so I have a country coast to coast as a platform for musicians, you know, nonprofits and events from, you know, doing different programs to help uh, charities and nonprofits, a lot to do with the program and the financial literacy that we're lacking in schools. Okay. And I uh, raised about $35,000 uh, in two years with a couple of concerts and Stephen was great to perform. We had He does a, a lot time. of good work. I know he did his uh, giving guitars tour and those kind of things. Yeah, he's so. doing that now. It's great. Yeah, it's great. So let's get into this, um, the Road to American Dream. Uh, what they for it says what they forgot to teach you. I don't know that they forgot. I don't know they ever. Well, they certainly didn't. <laughs> and, and I think and I think to some degree they can't teach what you don't know. Sure. I, I don't know many financially independent school teachers. I don't know very many financially independent academics actually. Um, obviously, if you get to a high enough level in a big enough university, you're going to bring in a pretty good income. You know, uh, probably mid six figures is my guess. Uh, but for everybody else working in academia, they they really don't make. That well, I mean, much I was money. going to school to be a pediatrician. I quickly downgraded because I didn't want all that debt and time in school. But getting out of you know several years in college, and I accidentally got into mortgages. But I remember the broker who recruited me um, said, "I'll know more than you know nine out of the ten people." That I speak to, and I knew nothing, so yeah. I was didn't that's, believe him. But after the first day, yeah. um, I did get 18 loan applications on December 18, 2001, and I remember mm -hmm. it like yesterday. And people don't know, and uh, that's a big part of why the market crashed the way it did in 2006 through well, eight. There was a lot of bad policy. That was lending policy is what led to that. Well, that's just issue. one fraction yeah. because people were able to get away with it because people truly didn't know even what to ask. Yeah, that, that, and people don't understand that was not a real estate meltdown. That was a um, that was a lending 
Faux meltdown pas. is what it was. Yeah, yes, yeah. And, it's a long story. <laughs> yeah, I was fortunate that I was um, given a heads up. My brother uh, worked for uh, IT um, for one of the major banks at that time that is no longer in existence. Yeah, they and, probably landed on that implodometer. Well, no, he actually, <laughs> they actually went down because they had, um, the president of that bank had offended um, federal inspector, FDIC, mm -hmm. and so when you do that, the bureaucrat decided to, make sure the bank paid yes. and they were forced to sell off all their um, mortgages at about 95 cents on the dollar but this happened around I'm gonna say oh five or so so basically if they hadn't done that it really saved them because otherwise they'd be selling oh, yeah. a nickel on the dollar. I mean right? I know a lot of people that got hurt pretty hard I yeah. consider myself lucky I think yeah. my loss at the end of the day was five grand but there was a lot of quick moving you yeah. know to, to get in front of it if you will because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. considered in front of it. But yeah, back in 0304, he told me, he said, listen, he says, you know, we're being forced by the um, government, the federal regulators, to give loans to people that should not have loans. And they're doing it as part of the, uh, you know, it was to um, single women, it was to historically disadvantaged minorities. And he said, there's nothing wrong with that, except they can't qualify for the loans. And well, he I said, mean, but they're, setting up, they're setting them up for failure. I think in some circumstances, you know, reduced documentation makes sense. But what they were doing then didn't. No, and they were doing it as kind of an agenda-driven thing. And then, of course, when you take that and you force banks to give people loans that really set them up for failure, then the bank says, well, if that's the program, we can play that game. And then they start giving that to everybody. Now your Walmart readers got six rental homes. Well, Fannie and you know? Freddie would charge just a quarter, which, yeah. you know, one point of a $400,000 loan is four grand. Yeah. So one quarter is $1,000. And to add that to your cost of the loan, $1,000, yeah. Nina, no right. income, no asset, completely blank. Stated income, just basically, yeah. You just and if say, I didn't have to chase uh, papers, because that's really the heavy lifting for the borrower, because it's very yeah. simple to qualify for a loan, but it doesn't feel simple to gather the documents because people aren't looking at the right lists. They that's get right. overwhelmed. Well, they did away with all of it. And basically, anybody can walk in and get money just by saying, hi, I have a pulse. Can you I didn't know how to money? calculate a tax return, honestly, for two years. Um, I don't know that I knew what a 4506T was for at least three years into the business. And, you know, licensing didn't occur until at least three to five years after mm -hmm. me, you know, really being in because people were doing loans everywhere. And I saw it. People were robbing Peter to pay Paul. And yeah. <laughs> um, I had docs after signed show up and FedEx called and said, um, there's nobody here. I'm like, yeah, they yeah. were there yesterday. No, there's chairs upside down. And, yeah. you know, I have clients thinking the loan's going to fund tomorrow. So yeah. it certainly was um, a rude awakening. I think some things have gotten better. I think many things have been swept under the rug. Well, I say that the same uh, regulators, that, that you know, policymakers that were forcing bad loans to start with, that then just grew into everybody getting loans for everything. Sure, we're holding we're the rates the ones down that for said years. That, that blamed the banks then, and then said, "Well, we'll come to the rescue and fix you yes. with the bailouts." Right, mm -hmm. and now some of it has been corrected. It's not as easy to get loans now as it was. It's actually, to some degree, there there is a process you have to go through. It's not arduous, but it's work. No, um, it is, and it should be there. Yeah, and the be. checks and balances are there to protect, you know, the assets that we have, so that we're not well, inflating. And but it's not just to protect the lender. People understand you've got to protect, to protect the, the borrower, borrower because when That's you set asset. people up for failure, now you've put them into a home they cannot afford, and you've made their life. That miserable. are falsely inflating the value of properties. And they're, because... they're going to lose their home. Mm -hmm. So now, now they're going to have a problem of losing a home, having completely destroyed credit, mm -hmm. not being able to go rent somewhere else because you got to qualify to rent these days. You don't have any cash left in your bank. 
because you spend all your money. Well, and I want to interject yeah, yeah. here because that's the biggest thing that I want people to realize is, you know, when it's your own stuff and things get tight and face it right now, things are getting tight from multiple directions, yeah. right? Or you might have a hardship. Yeah. I got hit by a car 55 miles an hour head on. Yeah. Okay. I had COVID twice. So there are times where you can't produce and whether you're commissioned or you're employed, eventually, you know, that does catch up to you. That's right. So it becomes emotional for people. And for somebody like me, of course, it's emotional just like anybody else for my finances. I have to carve time out of all the other things I want to do to deal with that. It's not fun, but I'm able to simplify it and talk people through it, take the emotion out. And it isn't as hard as you think. So my biggest advice is if you feel like that's coming or you don't have six to nine months of reserves, get ahead of that because you don't want to wait till you're in a hardship and you missed a payment and now you don't qualify. And those lenders would love <laughs> to take your home and your equity. So I just, I want to encourage people, even just for the learning experience, get approved. You don't have to take the loan. Okay. Right. Have it there. And your loan's normally approved for, you know, 60 days. Yes. You need an appraisal is one of the you know key factors in the process, but you don't even have to do that right away. Get everything else clear and then talk about it. It doesn't have to be fast or pushy, but stay ahead of it. Be prepared for a hardship. Well, and that most and one of the problems we had when when the downturn came is people were not ready. They were actually very high consumer debt. People were maxed out on their credit cards. And the banks went root, their root. equity in their homes because the equity had gone up. They used it as a source of income to yeah. buy sea dues and vacations and put and a swimming pool in. Credit lines whatever. got closed. Banks right. said no more. I mean, if you had a credit card and you just paid it down, they didn't care. They would. Yeah. They and would. And you had a it. high debt basis. Uh, you had you know a car with a high car payment, multiple credit cards, mm -hmm. a high mortgage, Absolutely. a second behind it. And then if anything happened, if you happen to be in one of those industries where you got laid off or downsized in any way, shape or form, or even got moved to part time, mm -hmm. you couldn't service that debt anymore and you, right. were, you were dead. And you had the same problem with renters that were in that situation where then you owned rental property that you couldn't afford to support on your own. Right. So renters move out. Now you're toast. You can't get another renter in there. And that was that was, you know, kind of what imploded. But what we're facing going ahead with the um, economy in the shape that it's in and the inflation at the rate that it's going, hopefully we can make some moves soon and fix that. I don't know the perfect answer, but we have a lot of seniors, baby boomers, people that maybe their retirement isn't exactly what they had envisioned. Um, and I do want to encourage even seniors to look into, it's called a home equity conversion mortgage. Um, we have it on ameradap.com or you can go on our website. Okay. But it's amazing for people that... Um, you know, maybe their retirement, or, you know, isn't set up the way they thought. I know some seniors that their Social Security income is maybe 800 or 1500 a month. Property taxes alone in California can be that much, right? Yeah. So there are answers for those that have at least 50% equity. Um, I do think it's a great program and it got a bad rap because of the NAGAM loans back okay. in the boom. Let's so. follow that up after the break. I got to take a short break. This is Building Solid Foundations Radio on KCAA. Uh, my guest is Lolly Hanks. We'll be right back after this. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group, supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections, hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development, social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. FireUp Connect 
helping success stories unfold every day. This is Steve Matley. Join me every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio Talk Show. I spent decades as a professional construction manager, business owner, real estate developer, and a college educator, and I enjoy learning new things from other people. We talk a lot about real estate, business, and finance, but we cover a diverse range of other topics as well. Some of the topics we've discussed in the past few months include real estate investing, leadership, higher education, ADUs, marketing using technology, multifamily rental properties, business strategy, entrepreneurship. You never know who may show up or what they may talk about. So join us right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio. Hi, this is Steve Matley. As a construction professional, I know the importance of selecting the right contractor for the job. Power Solar employs only professional installers. Power Solar will provide a knowledgeable consultant to help analyze your current electric bill, identify site placement, and correct solar technology for your home. Contact kcaaproducer at gmail.com for a free financial savings proposal with no obligation or call 951-551-1350 and ask for Ken. Again, that's kcaaproducer at gmail.com or 951-551-1350 and ask for Ken. Welcome back to Building Solid Foundations Radio. I'm your host, Steve Matley. Today, Lolly Hanks is in the studio with me, and we are talking uh, mortgages, we're talking funding, policy issues, and we're going to be getting into personal financial literacy. And right before the break, and I had to unfortunately cut her off as we went to a commercial, um, she was, Lolly was sharing with us what seniors can do. So, Lolly, go ahead and finish that thought. You had um, a place that the seniors could go, a website they could go check? Yeah, Ameradapt. And uh, you can go to lollyhanks.com and okay. um, get, get in touch with me. But it's called a home equity conversion mortgage. And if you're over 62 and they just reduced the Now, are the those age, what were known as reverse mortgages? That is another word for it. Okay. The technical name is home equity conversion mortgage. Okay. But it does allow you to never have a payment again as long as you live in the home as your primary residence. And you get a stipend, right? Um, you can. It depends right. on how much equity you have in the home. You can also okay. just leave an equity line there. They come in fixed rates and arms. It works just like a mortgage, but it does allow you to let your equity, you know, make your payment so mm -hmm. that you have a little bit more freedom. And let's face it, you know, financial stress can really shorten our life enjoyment and expectancy. So I've seen this product change people's lives. Um, it is an important product to make a decision with any family that you would be leaving the property to. Uh, that's the most important thing because you only have six to 12 months after um, if, if the person living in the home passes. Uh, you have six months and with an extension 12 months to refinance it, sell it, um, or turn it into a different mortgage because this is for primary residents to help seniors um, enjoy you know, their American dream. And, and we have situations where you have seniors that have a home that they purchased. Uh, maybe they bought it in the late 80s, early 90s. They picked it up for $150,000. Now it's appraising out at $750,000. Or a million or two. Yeah, and they've got, the, <laughs> yeah, they've got these uh, big equity, but they are struggling cash flow-wise every yeah, month. they have big tax bills. You know, right. the tax, even though you don't get a full reassessment, your tax property yeah. grows, your insurance gets yeah. more expensive. They're eating cornflakes Your cost of living, yeah. you know, and just, be, you know, they might have Medi-Cal or whatever. Ever, but and some people have developed pensions or they've done yeah. you know a great job and didn't have maybe some hardships or setbacks that some people have yeah. well also if your retirement account is tied up in the stock market 
and we've seen what that's done lately, that means you've reduced how much is in there and therefore how much you can pull out. Yeah. So all of a sudden your retirement income shrank. And the nice thing right now, especially if you catch a fixed rate, you know, they're around five or 6% on the fixed rates. The arms can be way more aggressive. Um, but the way properties appreciate on average, certainly no guarantee, but you know, we've been seeing double digits. I hope sure. we don't continue at that rate. I think that's unreasonable for our, the how fast our economic growth is. But, you know, we can probably count on somewhere between 3 and 5%. So the thought is, and why the banks are doing this, is they realize, hey, we're just really treading water. That's right. Right? So um, it's not the most terrible loan. I, I think people should learn about it. Um, no, sometimes families can't support, you know, their parents the way that maybe they hoped or traditional families Especially if there's, if there's caregivers involved in medical. that right. it's, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, and and you want to keep them in the home as long as possible. Sure. Yeah. It's... Um, it, it's um, shocking the the projections of the percentage of the retiring generation, the baby boomers, who are not prepared for retirement. It's unfortunate, you know, yeah. and and I and I think it just comes down. It's not something that you should be emotionally, you know, tormented about. Um, people have just different lives, you know. They might have a loss, they might have a divorce, they might have um, an accident or a health, you know, crisis that they had to get through, and so it's not. It doesn't have to be, you know, right. so difficult. But there's there might just be didn't others. realize how important it was or when to, to start. To be disciplined or something. Yeah, and you didn't think about it till you already were you. in your 50s when you should have been doing it in your 20s. And nobody in their 20s wants to think about retirement. That's but if we would focus on that more, back to that financial piece, because, you know, the schools, it's great to give everybody a taste. And I'm glad they're bringing more things back into the school like we used to have, like, you know, Woodshop and yeah. Home Mac. And in some cases. In some cases, that. you know, because yeah. I think it's important to find, give people a taste of everything because we're all meant to be different. But I think one key piece is I don't know a single person that gets out of high school or college that generally knows how to write a resume, knows the difference between compound interest and, you know, financial debt, home equity and how mortgage, how to balance a checking account. Um, yeah, they, the tax idea returns is, and schedules. Do you know I, how many adults don't know what I'm talking about when I say, you know, send me your 1040 and schedules? They don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. And, and then they get themselves in trouble with that. Or they miss opportunities that yeah. they could be saving because we're not taught those skills. And uh, we often complain that these, you know, big wealthy people do well, but they learn those skills. They learn how to sharpen and use the laws because... Um, they are there to sometimes serve, and if you're leaving it on the table, then you know that's really on each individual person. Well, most people understand that your W-2 or 1099 income is the most expensive money you'll ever get because it's taxed at the highest rate yeah. possible. Or the advantage of actually putting it in a 401k or a pre-tax shelter, right, so that right. it can gain interest, but don't lose the opportunity to borrow from that to buy a property because... Self-directed, yeah. that's right. Or, or even do a Roth where you pay the taxes ahead of time, but then you're not paying taxes on the profit you're making right. in that. Within and just that understanding era. the tax benefit of mortgage. Um, the beauty is, is, in my job, I mean, yes, there's an amortization table. We don't have to calculate that. We have software these days mm -hmm. to do that. But otherwise, understanding if you should refinance or buy or comparing it to rent or own, it is simple multiplication, division, subtraction, and addition. But Anybody even, can get it. But even the amortization tables, if you understand how that works, that early on in the loan, you are paying interest, 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 only interest. And you get long way into that loan before you're biting off a lot of principal. Well, one of the worst deal. things that people could do is pay extra to principal on a fixed mortgage. Mm -hmm. People, yeah. you know, these banks put a lot of money to market that biweekly payment. It is the worst thing that anybody can do. And the longer the conversation I have to get this topic through to people are generally the more educated. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate because there are myths out there that are simply harmful to you individually. If you give that money to the bank, even if it's $50 a month extra, 
you're giving them that money interest-free. Mm -hmm. And okay. if you need it back in a hardship, they're not going to give it to you. So the best thing to do is to save, have that habit. I love the discipline, but do a biweekly payment yourself. And then at the end of the year, you have an extra payment because now you've paid every two weeks half your payment. You've, you've saved one month. Put that amount pre-tax on your paycheck into Roth, right? Mm -hmm. And keep doing that. And then that way you have a nest egg in an emergency. And then eventually you can pay the loan off in full. And that's the only time you should ever pay extra to principal on a fixed mortgage. Um, so don't let anybody fall for that. Right. But the idea is, yeah, and that, but that gets into discipline of putting, paying yourself as it's a bill, as if it's That's a bill. That's why putting it on autopilot. That's right. You know, I recommend just getting a separate savings, transferring, especially if you just buy or refi, you normally get a month or two with no payments because mm -hmm. your interest is paid through the month and we pay mortgages in the rears. So right away, just start every two weeks, half the payment. It feels better because it's not front loaded on your paycheck or your month, right? It's not all at once, the biggest bill you have. And then have your check, your that payment ACH from that savings account. Again, at the end of the year, you're going to have one or two payments saved. Look at that amount and make sure you increase your investment to your pre-tax and just keep doing that. But giving it to the bank is the biggest mistake ever. All right. Um, the other thing I look at is people have their retirement accounts and they assume that the only thing I can do with this is the little list of mutual funds that my employer gave me. And there's other, now when you're with an active 401k with an employer, that is what you can do with it. But most people don't stay with the same employer the whole mm -hmm. life. That's very rare right. these days. So when you leave an employer, a lot of people just leave that sitting there. It sits there with that employer. Unattended, and you know. Nobody's doing anything with it. Nobody and cares. It's sitting it's in those same pilot. mutuals that you picked five, six, eight, ten years ago. luckily in the past, it's done okay, but. Yeah, you never, but you can now take that and convert it into something like a self-directed right. retirement account. And, and with that, you can then invest into other things besides those mutual funds. You yeah, can individual land stocks if you want, you can things. go to real estate if you want, you can put, um, I think, precious metals. You can't, no collectibles, but I think pretty much anything outside of that you yeah. can get into. I work with a lot of uh, veterans. Thank you all for your service. Uh, firefighters, first responders, mm -hmm. U.S. Marshals. And um, I can't tell you how large their TSPs are sometimes. They're very, very disciplined people. I love that. Um, but it's not diversified and you don't have any control over it. And at the end of the day, we see every day on the news that companies are clearly doing things that aren't always in the best interest of the shareholder, and That's they're right. not directing where it's going. So, you know, I highly recommend that, um, you know, if you are a first responder and you have a large TSP or you're a veteran, you know, get some information on other ways to use it so that you, you know, can do much better. I think the VA benefit is truly the veteran's absolute best benefit given to them. And uh, if they use it, they can truly play real life monopoly. Right. So. Well, and, and a lot of veterans, I, I get a lot of veterans through the school, and very few of them actually understand the benefits that they can that they can use. They really don't yeah. understand it. But it, it's not hard to learn, and um, that brings me to the book and why mm -hmm. I wrote it because. Um, people have the same questions, and I thought someday I would blog or something, and I didn't want to keep typing so much. Right. Um, so I started just kind of answering the questions in general, saving it, and then maybe specifically addressing my clients' numbers. And over the years, I just woke up one day and had about 60 articles, and you know, I needed to train people as well how to process the loan my way, because um, you know, there's A and Z, and every mortgage company gets there just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you know, at this point, I know how to truly educate people where they leave so empowered that they want to talk about you, send their people to you. And so I haven't had to buy leads. I swore I never would after the market crash because I made that mistake back then. So that's <laughs> why I would never do that again. Um, but the information is not hard if, if you meet somebody that can explain it. 
Um, sad thing is in licensing and real estate and mortgage, you know that what the questions you are asked to get the license has zero to do with what's actually no bearing. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, most no. most real estate agents, and it's not a knock on agents. It's just that most real estate agents know very little about how to actually make money in real estate. Yeah. They know how to. They know the legal issues around listing and selling property. That's what they have to know. Well, I just remember having to learn how many square feet are in an acre, and you know, just different things, parcels and townships. And sure, yeah. it's great to have a little drop in the bucket back there, but that's not really going to serve my client as a financial no. advisor. So everything I've learned um, has just been over time, in a way, self-taught. Um, but major aha moments in mortgage, you know, when you're like, oh. Because it really, you know, once you understand why and what underwriters ask for this or why we're looking at title, it is not a complicated thing. You just have to have somebody that's patient enough to truly explain it. And I think people can be empowered by that. Yeah. And, and again, it's just educating people. Um, people aren't stupid, but they just, they don't, people also don't usually line up and want to learn about financial information. But there's horrible rumors, just like yeah. paying extra to principal is a good idea. It's right, a yeah. horrible idea. It should be predatory lending. But yeah. the smartest yeah. of doctors, and I mean, I'm telling you, the longest conversations, and some people will say, well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. And I'm like, well, this uh -huh. isn't really emotional. This is numbers. Numbers don't lie. Right. So let me yeah. show you the numbers because I want you to get this. I'm yeah. not going to let this go. Yeah. So it is a concept that I hope people get. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, this is uh, Building Solid Foundations Radio. My host is Lale Hanks, and we are on Building Solid Foundations on KCAA. Check lalehanks.com, L-A-L-E-H-H-A-N-K-S.com for more information on. We'll be right back after this break. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group. Supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections. Hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including, inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing, and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. FireUp Connect, helping success stories unfold every day. This is Steve Matley. Join me every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio Talk Show. I spent decades as a professional construction manager, business owner, real estate developer, and a college educator, and I enjoy learning new things from other people. We talk a lot about real estate, business, and finance, but we cover a diverse range of other topics as well. Some of the topics we've discussed in the past few months include real estate investing, leadership, higher education, ADUs, marketing using technology, multifamily rental properties, business strategy, entrepreneurship. You never know who may show up or what they may talk about. So join us right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio. Hi, this is Steve Matley. As a construction professional, I know the importance of selecting the right contractor for the job. Power Solar employs only professional installers. Power Solar will provide a knowledgeable consultant to help analyze your current electric bill, identify site placement, and correct solar technology for your home. Contact kcaaproducer at gmail.com for a free financial savings proposal with no obligation or call 951-551-1350 and ask for Ken. 
Again, that's kcaaproducer at gmail.com or 951-551-1350 and ask for Ken. Welcome back to Building Solid Foundations Radio. I'm your host, Steve Matley. We are with Lolly Hanks in the studio. We are talking financial literacy, uh, loans, mortgages. And I want to get into the book itself. We've referenced it a few times. It's called The Road to the American Dream, What They Forgot to Teach You. And this is a book that walks through uh, kind of a personal finance 101 uh, for people. And it's it's basics of how you have to manage your the business of your own life, really. Um, and understanding how things really work. So, Lolly, you mentioned this was something that came out of doing different articles and then trying to consolidate them together yeah. into a book. I would say the simplest way to explain it is these are the most common questions I've had over 20 years from clients because okay. I wanted to not type so much. So self-servingly, I created articles as I went along. Okay. And then I broke a few myths. There's a lot of misinformation, again, like we just spoke about the paying extra to principal or letting the bank manage a biweekly payment. Not a good okay. idea. Um, and several other things, especially with VA loans, are misunderstood. Now, most people, I assume, just kind of sign the loan docs based on the package they're handed by the lender. They don't know that anything can be discussed or there's options or different ways to go. Because um, you mentioned some things in here, uh, tax impound accounts and with your PMI and those things. Is that stuff negotiable when you're getting a mortgage? Um, I just think there are options. As far okay. as negotiable, the best way to negotiate the best rate is have, have the highest credit score. So over 760, um, you're going to reach the best rates on the matrix. Okay. Um, you know, it's really just evaluating your credit, you know, your collateral, you know, what what compensation are you bringing to the table? How are you going to pay for this? So uh, as far as income, in most cases, it's a make it or break it. You know, you either qualify or you don't. Um, if you're over 45% debt ratio, there might be some adjustments, but everything's just a matrix. And there okay. are ways, if you're working with somebody that will take the time, um, I have plenty of times where I have a client that's sitting at like 698 credit or they're at, you know, 720 and taking cash out. I can run once I have a full credit report. It's not me, it's just great software. What if I do this? What if I do that? And I can tell you exactly how to get your score where we want it or where it can potentially be at the moment um, within five days. And so many times we'll you know, evaluate that. Are you at a teetering point where you're gonna have a price improvement um, that is worth, you know, maybe you pay off 10 grand of the debt and then you got up to 740 instead of 700 and now you just saved 12 grand in points, right? So obviously you'd rather pay your debt off, wait a week, save the points. So we, we can be strategic. There's just all different ways once you've understood how to help somebody properly. Okay. And, and what are some of the things you've seen uh, borrowers do that are the, I would say, shooting themselves in the foot? Oh, gosh. Um, one of them is, you know, not paying attention to your PMI. Okay, and your PMI is? Uh, principal mortgage insurance. So initially when you buy a property, if you don't have 20% down, um, with Fannie and Freddie at least, they're going to want a principal mortgage insurance, a third party that's going to guarantee that portion. Um, so this is a... Um, third party insurance. So it's it's a, a prof I guess, what do you say, a professional cosigner almost. It's kind of like that. It's just an insurance. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying, hey, um, we, we have our own matrix and we've also underwritten the file and yeah. we're going to charge this much because of whatever the, the risk but factors are. But what they're saying is, is you can't make that payment, they'll step in. Yeah, if right? there's a foreclosure, they are just got that little portion. Right. And so um, with a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac conventional loan, you only have to have it for about 12 months in most cases. Um, you should ask for the PMI rules and guidelines from your bank um, that's giving you the loan. 
And after 12 months, pay, pay close attention because you've got appreciation and you're paying your balance down. And as soon as you're at, you know, maybe 78, 80% loan to value, you can petition for that to go away. Okay, and that and that's strictly on the loan to value. That is not credit rating related or any of that kind of stuff. Is yeah, right? if you're paying, if you have good payment history, normal. Some of them might have a clause that if you've missed a payment in twelve months, you got to kind of start that period over okay. again. Ask for the documents. Each one is case by case. Several different PMI companies, but in general, twelve months under eighty percent. But you have to ask for it to go away. Right. Otherwise, you know, and I have a client that came to me, and you know, I'm sure many. People go to loan officers and say, I want to refi, get rid of my PMI. And I don't know that all loan officers will be honest and tell them, oh, all you got to do is ask for that to go away. And it makes more sense than re-amortizing and refinancing. But let's face it, I mean, I but would say they about don't get half, a commission on a new they don't loan get to do the loan. But yeah. I don't do business that way. People think I'm crazy. But um, that person's like, wow. And then they go tell somebody, and then I get referrals. So I just trust that the right thing will come no, I, back. I believe I believe doing things the right way, honest yeah. way, helping people, yeah, generally helping people will pay off. I have a client. She term. was she saved four hundred and fifty four dollars a month, and she probably could have done that four years ago. Wow. Okay. And if somebody would have just told her, yeah, that's sort of or thing, she right? would have known. And again, yeah. people sign loan documents, and they trust. But they, people it. don't understand it. There's a big thick thing. I don't want to read it either. I've never read the whole package. Promise? Yeah, nobody wants to read <laughs> I've it. I've never and read the And whole if they package. do read it, they don't understand most of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, very, very few people have, you know, taken finance classes and those type of things. Well, I will say. Because they're not exciting. The lending estimate and the closing disclosure, those are the two most important pieces. And whether it's locked or floating is huge, okay? Um, don't be afraid of that document. Page two is the most important. And uh, the note. The note's going to tell you just about everything. And then, of course, your deed and how you're vesting because... Vesting is very important, and as a mortgage lender, most will not have the experience. Um, I just use charts and tell people to talk to title, but that can be huge because you can retax your property if you add the wrong person to title and somebody doesn't tell you. And, and what you mentioned was three or four things there that most people didn't even know they have. They didn't know they had a note. They didn't know the deed. They didn't know any of those things because they don't even know what they are. And that's where they get a book like yours or they talk to someone like you that's willing to, to explain it's a pretty quick education to explain what it is, but most people don't even know it's there. Yeah, so that's I, why they don't know to correct anything. And I guarantee that if, if, if you think, oh, I'm not ready to buy, I would. that's the best time to learn. So it's not emotional and you're not stressed and you can have, you know, it's better than social media scrolling. So maybe back off social media for 10 minutes a day and spend it on any type is, of education so you get closer to it. Is, is the rise of social media, because we were promised that when computers came out, we would be more connected, better informed, blah, 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 right? Um, global thinking and all that kind of stuff. Double-edged sword for sure. Um, yeah. In, in your mind, has that helped or hurt the education of the general person? I think it helps overall. I think you have access faster. Okay. Um, I think it can be a distraction and very anti-productive. And I think most people aren't emotionally prepared um, and are able to separate, hey, this is somebody's highlight reel. And, and I think there's a lot of emotional... Um, and social issues that we're creating. And I, but I think it does give you access to more people, more information. Um, so I would never want to take it away completely. Okay. But I would want us to focus on the right things younger, like all that we've talked about. Yeah, so what are some other things that people do that uh, to submarine themselves? Uh, again, wait too long. That's huge. Um, Make late payments, not go into their 401k and take a self-provided loan, not stay ahead of the Okay, emotion. so that's an interesting thing. So so we're kind of taught, um, don't touch your retirement account, uh, you know, unless you need. So um, if they, it's, it's, there's a difference between borrowing against your 401k at work and using a self-directed IRA for money and different things like that. If you're so. about to have a late on your credit, 
pay the penalty. Okay. <laughs> Stay ahead. It's not worth what you're going to pay in, in having that score, you know, diminish and what it does to you emotionally. People carry that stuff with them. Okay. Um, another mistake is people think things will go away off credit after seven years. Only after they stop reporting. <laughs> so you got to deal with it one way or the other, whether okay. it be a, you know, a charge off a settlement, like whatever you do, um, it's not going to go away if that bank is still there. If the bank disappears and they stop reporting, it'll fall off eventually. Okay. Um, ignoring that kind of thing. Yeah, most uh, of us have been heard that a, a, a repo or a, a bankruptcy will come, will disappear in seven yeah. years. A big one is um, small medical collections that you were surprised by that got on credit. Don't pay it until they guarantee they're going to take it off credit. Because nine times out of ten, you had no idea about it. Right. Um, and, you know, you, you are supposed to be notified properly. So if you give them money, you no longer have the leverage to get it off credit. And I've seen somebody pay it. It does nothing and to the score. And they assumed when they paid it, it would come off. And they assumed, yeah. or, or that that they paid it, their credit would improve. And right. it doesn't. Sometimes it gets worse because it reactivates whatever that charge-off is. And that zero balance means nothing. It's still already got the negative hit. Right. So so if you can get them to say, hey, um, you know, I will pay this. You didn't notify me. I disagree with you not notifying me. Or I don't own this. You owe it. You could fight it. But if you're going to pay it, even if it's reduced, get in writing that it will be deleted and reported as erroneous. Um, because once you give them the money, they will not do that for you. Okay. And now, as far as credit, we're also told um, it's the catch-22 of you need to regularly pull your credit report and look at it and scan it. On the other hand, the more you pull it, the worse your credit gets. I don't think you need to look at it or yeah. scan it. I don't think you need to scan it. I think everything comes electronic now, but you should look at it every once I in mean, a while. Look it over. Yeah. Um, and now most of the credit card companies have things to alert you for free. Okay. I would never bank on that score. Their score is much different. Um, but one of the biggest things is, is some people use, you know, credit for points and they pay it off monthly or they pay it off with a bill. That billing date has nothing to do with the date the creditor reports to the bureau. Okay. So you can call that, you know, whatever your main credit card is that you use just for living expensive and maybe get some miles or points. Ask them, when do you report to the bureau? They'll know the date. If the person you're talking to doesn't ask to go higher, somebody will tell you and make that your due date. So if you can keep your balance under 30%, or as low as possible when they report to the bureau, then um, your score will go higher. Okay. Now, I also was told by a um, person I knew in the bank that when you pull a, a credit score, sometimes it's not the same depending on whether you're looking at getting a mortgage versus, say, getting Definitely a car not. loan. Mm -hmm. That that score may not be the same number. Yeah, I think that the um, tri-merge that we use for mortgage qualifications just has a deeper history. More mm -hmm. information is pulled. Yeah, because some um, people they'll pull, they'll you know get a car loan and they think, oh, what yeah. a great score I have, and then and they, they don't go get a car uh, a mortgage the and they're shocked that it's not yeah. anywhere close. Yeah. yeah, it's not kind of the same level of debt. You know, you're looking at a three, four, five, six, seven year loan, and you're looking at, you know, a thirty year mortgage. Right. Um, and most people, we do need to make sure the income is consistent for two years in the past or going forward. Um, that it would continue for three years. So like spousal support, child support, right. you can use that. But if it stops in a year, that's no longer income that you can right. use. A big one that I think most people don't know um, that's huge for self-employed borrowers is you if you have five or more years of self-employment history with Fannie Mae you and Freddie Mac, actually, there's a couple scenarios, but you only need a one-year tax return. Okay. So um, you don't need a two-year average if you have more than five years. Okay. 
Right. So We're going to take helps. another break here. So when we come back, I want to get in, shift gears. I want to talk about a couple of your other endeavors because you got a bunch of little irons in the fire. You're a very busy person with a lot of different things going on. Uh, Lolly Hanks is my guest. Uh, you can check her out at lollyhanks.com, and that, I think, connects to all of her different things she has going on, all the different um, initiatives that she's working on. Um, this is Building Solid Foundations Radio. I'm your host, Steve Matley, and we'll be right back after this break. FireUp Connect is the most innovative business networking group. Supporting and collaborating with a dozen of small businesses that are interested in building and establishing strong business connections. Hosting educational live seminars while carrying out business and community-driven projects, as well as marketing programs as a part of its membership program. FireUp Connect also offers virtual assistance with a wide range of services including inbound customer support, chat support, appointment setting and email management, graphic designing video editing, web design and development, social media marketing, e-commerce solution, content writing and much more. For more information, head on over to www.fireupconnect.com. FireUp Connect, helping success stories unfold every day. This is Steve Matley. Join me every Thursday at 3 p.m. right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio Talk Show. I spent decades as a professional construction manager, business owner, real estate developer, and a college educator, and I enjoy learning new things from other people. We talk a lot about real estate, business, and finance, but we cover a diverse range of other topics as well. Some of the topics we've discussed in the past few months include real estate investing, leadership, higher education, ADUs, Marketing using technology, multifamily rental properties, business strategy, entrepreneurship. You never know who may show up or what they may talk about. So join us right here on KCAA for Building Solid Foundations Radio. Hi, this is Steve Matley. As a construction professional, I know the importance of selecting the right contractor for the job. Power Solar employs only professional installers. Power Solar will provide a knowledgeable consultant to help analyze your current electric bill, identify site placement, and correct solar technology for your home. Contact kcaaproducer at gmail.com for a free financial savings proposal with no obligation or call 951-551-1350 and ask for Ken. Again, that's kcaaproducer at gmail.com or 951-551-1350. 1350 and ask for Ken. Welcome back to Building Solid Foundations Radio. I'm your host, Steve Matley. We are on KCAA radio through all of Southern California or catches on Roku, Fire TV, Android, or on your favorite podcast platform. We're also on YouTube. Lolly Hanks is my guest today. We've been talking a lot of stuff about finances. You may have heard some terms or documents, uh, concepts that you never knew existed and don't understand at all. So I encourage you, if you want to figure that out, do some homework, do some research, but you can also go to Amazon.com and order Lolly's book, The Road to the American Dream, What They Forgot to Teach You. It's Lolly V. Hanks, Amazon.com, and uh, she has a special deal. If you read this and write up a review, she will send you an autographed copy as a bonus gift. Yeah. So uh, you want to check that out. If you want to learn any of Thing else about Lolly, it's lollyhanks.com. That's L-A-L-E-H, hanks.com. And Lolly, I want to shift gears because uh, you've got some other things that are not necessarily, they are 
related, but they're different. One of these you mentioned at the top of the uh, broadcast, and that was your country coast to coast. Um, and I know there's uh, education component in there, and but there's also country music component in there. So how does all this work? What is it? What does it do? And why are you involved? Yeah, well, I was inspired to have that because I was offered to have a radio spot for an hour a week. And okay. I was like, well, I've never thought about that before. And the idea just hit me like a lightning bolt because I had done this uh, concert series for a nonprofit. So that's the education piece is the nonprofit was, you know, an attachment program and educating youth on those, you know, financial pieces we were discussing. But okay. I love music. I love live music. I wish we had more in San Diego. Um, there, that Yeah, I'm the laptop generated music genre is just the worst, I can thing, appreciate worst thing that it, ever happened to music, I think. But there's just something about that live, you know, You got to go to Nashville or New Orleans or somewhere like that to get live music. Yeah. If I win the lottery or something takes off here, I might open Music Row yeah. in San Diego. But um, I threw a couple concerts, was offered to have the radio spot, and just the idea of uh, country coast to coast where music, art, and philanthropy meet. Okay. And I just felt like you know, any nonprofit appreciates artists because they would not be able to raise the money that they do without them. And any artist that ever makes it generally has a cause that speaks to their heart. So I feel like that, you know, full circle is, um, you know, just a great way to have events and raise money and awareness, but have a good time and everybody loves it. So um, that's kind of where I came up with the idea. And we've just done a few concerts and I like to interview the artists and then interview the nonprofits and ask them to nominate, you know, the next nonprofit or artist that has helped them. So someday, you know, if I ever decided to go on an interview spree, that's, that's the way I would do it. Okay, great. And are all the artists country artists? No, I just believe yeah. in if you live in this country and you play good music, you're today's, you know, country okay. music because okay. it's one of the widest genres and um, it blends with almost any, uh, genre there is out there. I grew up saying I love everything but country music. I grew up on 90s really? rap. <laughs> okay, the urban stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, every time I tried to listen to country music, it was like, oh, my dog died, oh, my dog died. So right. I just wasn't interested and kind of came up with my smart aleck response, and I stand corrected. Okay. Uh, well, country music also has, has changed. I remember when I was a kid, and my family took a cross-country trip. We all piled into my dad bought a motorhome. We mm -hmm. piled into it and drove across country. Country back then was very twangy. And there were actually very um, pronounced regional accents when we talked to people. Right. I don't see that now. I, I travel all over the place now. And there is a little bit of the y'alls here and there. And a little bit of the don't you knows up in the Yeah, you know, well, naturally our twang has developed over it's, time. It's, it's homogenized to a large degree. Well, and people are yeah. able to move easier now yeah. and as time goes on you know you really we have a eclectic, eclectic uh you know community in most places so. yeah and i'm also noticing the music industry itself does a lot of crossover stuff with yeah. artists that you wouldn't think would be interested in performing with each other do well my progression was two things my daughter fell in love with a cd of johnny cash ring of fire when she was three so johnny she cash would say more and more she was doing sign language and i was like that's way better than mickey mouse so let's go so yeah. I, I played that over and over and just learned to really love johnny cash and the next one was um, you know, I really like Dave Matthews Band, and then yeah. I was kind of introduced to Zach Brown Band and Little Big Town. So it was kind of like this big band kind of mm -hmm. music feel that migrated me over there. And my favorite um, today is Kip Moore. So okay. he's a singer-songwriter, um, and it just comes across so authentic where you, you know, when you're not just the performer doing the, you know, dog and pony show, you, you know, you really feel like you know the artist. And right. um, I'm sure, you know, many artists, we get attached to CDs when the whole CD is good. But you've also bought those albums or CDs, and you're like, 
that was a waste of money. So yeah, there's you'll, one song I like and everything else is kind of a yeah, waste. Yeah, Never Fail, you'll love every single song. And I would say, you know, 99% of the songs that don't get on the radio of his are better than any of the songs that have gotten on the radio. So highly recommend him. Okay. And you have a, do you have a background in music? You know, I have amazing air drums. Um, okay. My mom is a single mom, and I was kind of helping her raise my brothers. And uh, I don't know that we had time for that. I learned Mary had a little lamb on the flute and the piano. And uh, But... I think I'll hang that goal up. <laughs> okay. I love to sing with the you know radio you really loud. Produce other people that'll produce. Yeah, the music. I have about okay. two songs: "Happy Birthday" and you know "Santa Baby," but that's about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. See, I've always really, really enjoyed music. Oh, actually, a pretty wide variety of it. But I myself have minimal. I played drums in high school in a band. But that was it because I, I don't I can't carry a tune to save my life. Well, I can't remember things like okay. I could I can't remember the words to a song when the band turns off. So okay. um, my acapella memory skills, uh, we're just going to move right past that and enjoy the talents of others. Um, yeah. I'm a good poet, so I can write some good music and stuff. But I, yeah, that's cool. OK, and it's, it's good to share that. I, I find it's one of those. It's one of the things that was frustrating me when that was like one of the first things cut by education, right? Oh, this isn't necessary. So we so cut the shops, we cut the, we cut the fine arts, we cut the music, you know, we cut all the stuff that is by the um, the same educators who say that kinesthetic learning is the most effective yeah, learning. They cut all the really kinesthetic sad. programs, right? I, I don't understand any of it. And I don't yeah. know why we're trying uh, to get yeah. kids to school at 7.30 in the morning either. <laughs> you know, That's Adults can barely get, get, get up without yeah. a big cup of coffee. A whole different discussion so, you on know, that it's, one. I don't know that all of it's uh, designed perfectly. For the kids, probably not. But, um, you know, there's a lot of different... I have suggestions. Uh, I'll wait till I like, run for mayor. We'll save them in the pockets. <laughs> exactly. Still. Yeah, that would be a whole... Different, that's a different <laughs> show, the, the politics show. I have my own uh, very strong opinions, but I keep well, it shouldn't of this be show, politics, so. you know. Education shouldn't be. We should really, but really want our because it's a, because it's run primarily. The policy is run through the public policy. Yeah, it we'll is, have to circle politics. back. I have all yeah. kinds of stuff all unload on you. <laughs> so meanwhile, let's focus on educating people on how to handle their personal finances. Sure. You want to get the Road to the American Dream by Lolly V. Hanks. What they forgot to teach you. It's on Amazon.com. Write a review. Get an autograph copy. Go to lollyhanks.com, L-A-L-E-H, hanks.com. And don't forget to catch us every Thursday at 3 p.m., Building Solid Foundations Radio right here on KCAA. Or catch us on Roku, Fire Up TV, Android, your favorite podcast platform, or even on YouTube. Lolly, thank you for being in the studio with me today. It's a fantastic conversation. I'll have to have you back. We can talk about the next, the yeah, other for sure. 25 subjects we can get into. One thing I'll interject, yeah. if you do, you know, have a chance to buy a book and you write a review and you want to get the copy signed um, so that you can pay one of them forward, just email team at americachoicemortgage.com and just put Amazon review and then image your review and send me the address you want your book sent to. All right. With that, we are out of time. Thank you, Lolly. This is Building Solid Foundations on KCA. K-C-A-A. We've all heard jokes that begin with a rabbi, a priest, and a minister walk into a bar. Well, a rabbi, a minister, and a deacon actually walk into the KCAA studios every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. to host the radio program Religion on the Line. And that's no joke. 
Together, they offer a mixture of humor and serious conversation about things that really matter in life and how to make our lives happier and more fulfilling. They compare religious doctrine and learn from each other while bringing a unique perspective of religion to the KCAA audience. Listen every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. for Religion on the Line, the intersection of humanity and divinity, right here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listeners behind. This segment brought to you by Matt Flores of Secure Choice Lending in Riverside. We thank Matt for being a man of his word. Hi, I'm Matt. No one is more curious than now about the real estate market and what lies ahead. But one thing is for sure, we can help you with your next move. We're licensed in 14 states, and we take pride in our trustworthy service that takes the stress out of your next refinance or next real estate transaction. You can find Matt Flores of Secure Choice Lending at www.securechoicelending.com or on Instagram at MatthewF444. No matter what your age is, it's never too late or early to find a good lender. You can call 951-742-1382. That's 951-742-1382 or Google Matt Flores Loans. Hey, mortgages are kind of boring, but we keep it fun. NMLS 1161689. JM Desert Real Estate reminds listeners, as our troops return home, many are left unemployed and deserted. Over 1 million veterans across the United States are currently looking for jobs despite having special skills and elite military training. Let's make 2022 a year to hire smart and hire vets. This reminder from JM Desert Real Estate, the caring and knowledgeable professionals working hard to assist you with the best real estate services possible. For professionals that will work tirelessly to help you with your home buying or selling needs, call 760-200-1300. That's 760-200-1300. Or visit jmdesertrealestate.com That's JM Desert Real Estate on the air because they care. What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map players than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the man from yesterday. And back in time we go to this time in 1982 top TV shows. 60 minutes with a 19 share Fantasy Island an 18 share heart to heart with an 18 share and alice with an 18 share and the top tv show this time in 1982 is mash with a 19 share i'm mike wallace i'm morley safer i'm dan rather i'm harry reasoner those stories and more tonight on 60 minutes and from this time in 1958 jesse presley 62 year old grandfather of elvis is signed with legacy records he is now in the process of recording his first album consisting of four Mississippi cotton-picking tunes. Here's one of them. Every time I go to town, somebody kicking my dog around. Makes no difference if I didn't know how. Stop that kicking my dog around. Every time I go to town, somebody kicking my dog around. And from this time in 1974, passing actor Joe Flynn, who was only 49, 
best known for his appearances in Disney films and a co-star of TV's McHale's Navy. You're not a naval officer, you're a naval disaster. Well, your whole record here reads like an encyclopedia of lost battles. Oh, well, sir, now I had very high marks in naval officer's etiquette. <laughs> With more at manfromyesterday.com. Silva and Silva Law is here for all your living trust needs. As attorneys, it's hard to tell someone it's too late to draft a will or living trust. Planning for one's final wishes is never easy, and the last thing you want to do is leave a mess for your children to clean up, or even worse, have to go through the probate process. Silva and Silva Law is a father-daughter law firm located in downtown Redlands. Find us on Facebook or call 909-798-1500. 909-798-1500. Have your revocable living trust drafted by an experienced attorney and tailored to your specific needs. Call Silva and Silva Law, 909-798-1500. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Chris Caraggio. Supreme Court Justice Clay.